Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Talking to the wives, part three of marriage counseling. Ephesians 5 verses 22 to 24 says, Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. So let us pick up with Jesus' words. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. That's a very clear statement against divorce or anything that may come to destroy a marriage. We have already spoken about the ancient prescription of marriage, and we agreed that the creator of marriage has not revised his original plan. We have also seen that he did not create marriage with divorce in mind. Well, if he is so strong and deliberate as to say that he hates divorce and that he expects every couple who gets married according to biblical standards, that they should remain married until death parts, then we need to hear from God himself how to prevent divorce from happening. How do we preserve our marriage? Let us start with the wives. In this passage, we learn about submission and love, a very demanding requirement laid out for the wife and the husband. But in order to understand this great demand, it is important that we understand the model that God holds up before us. He invites us before and after we get married to understand the relationship between Jesus and the church. The church is the bride of Christ, the body of believers that Jesus has created through individual redemption. In other words, once you're born again, you're not part, you're now part of the institution called the church. The mud requires that the church submits to Christ. Now I know that for some of us, submit is a dirty word that creates images of servitude or a big boss who demands a servant to surrender to his whims and demands. That is not the definition we're using. In this context, to submit is to respond positively to the amazing thing that the Lord has done for you when he saved you. The church submits to Jesus, who is the head of the church. He is the one who called the church into existence. He is the one who is over this glorious church. The church is therefore submitting to a good God, to a gracious God, to a God who deserves the sincere submission of the church, not demanded. It is an act of free will. What does that submission look like? A song comes to mind. You deserve the glory and the honor. And a part of that song says, you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. That is the church submitting to Christ because he deserves it, not because it is demanded, but because Christ does great and miraculous things all the time for the church. It therefore is the joy of the church to submit in that way. Submission means putting my trust in a God who has proven over and over again to be my strong tower, my protection, my defense. He constantly delivers me from my enemies. I can run to him in times of trouble, as David brags in Psalm 31. If you have a savior like my savior who does all these things for me, then you would understand what it is to submit to that Jesus. There is no room for debate. It makes absolute sense. 
Submission means that I believe in the fidelity of God. He promises that he would never leave the church and he will never abandon the church. This Jesus to whom the church submits is faithful and true to his word. When he makes promises to the church, the church has a great and certain hope that those promises, every one of them will be honored. He is not a God who lies. He is true to his word. Submission to Christ means that the church has chosen to give herself totally to the Lord. In this regard, the church does what Romans 12 and verse 1 says. I belong totally to Jesus and I live my life constantly presenting myself to God as a wonderful sacrifice. In the context of sacrifice, the people were required to bring a healthy lamb without blemish, clean and in good health. The church gets a chance to constantly be in good condition. If a Christian sins, he confesses and the Lord forgives. It is an ongoing feature of the life of the church as she submits to Christ. This is what Jesus deserves from a church that is beautifully described in 1 Peter 2 verses 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Heavy stuff, eh? But it is an exciting opportunity. As the church submits to Christ, it is equally exciting for a wife to submit to her husband as the church submits to Christ. Wives and wannabe wives, think on these things.